0: The unchanging hand of the mighty God. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. At this time, we'd like to bring our pastor up to the podium.
1: Praise the Lord! 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 Hallelujah! hallelujah we serve an awesome God I want to say thank you one more time I'd like to say thank you to the church for your prayers while my wife and I were coming over coming off of COVID also want to thank the church and everyone that was involved in bringing by food and and uh, calling on us and checking on us I also want to say congratulations to our graduates May the Lord richly bless you. I guess if I could leave you with any thought today, I will not be preaching a graduation message because that's not the way God directed this service, but I would remind all three of you not to forget your heritage that God has taught you in the Word of God of being baptized in Jesus' name, repenting of your sins, and walking in his newness of life, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? I I encourage you not to forget. Amen? If you look at the day and the hour that we live in, now is not the time to forget where you came from. Now is not the time to play church and around with the things of this world. Now is the time amen today is the day of salvation my word tells me not tomorrow not next week not when i feel like it's okay to get ready but today is the day of salvation congratulations graduates may the lord richly bless you one side bar we need to do some house cleaning in the church we got cobwebs in the window i wanted to open the blinds and i happen to see a ton of webs so We really need to do a thorough cleaning for the spring that we did not do yet. So um, just saying, put that on your calendar. Someone will be getting in touch with you uh, on that. I want to read to you, and I want you to read with me. now, not simultaneously, but I welcome each and every one of you with us today. May the Lord richly bless you. We welcome those that are online. May the Lord bless you.
2: Um,
1: I, I feel... I'm going to set my timer because I seem to have ex, uh, extended my messages, but we'll see what God has to do. Turn with me to 1 Samuel 4, 3 through 11. I want to thank Brother uh, McCauley for taking care of the grass, Brother Thompson for taking care of the grass. They've done a fantastic job of keeping the grass cut Amen. and looking beautiful. Amen. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 4 and 3, And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore hath the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may save us out of the land of our enemies. Verse 4 says, So the people sent to Shiloh that they might that they might bring from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were there with the ark of the covenant of God. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the ark of the Lord was come into the camp. Haraboshanda. Verse 7 said, And the Philistines were what? Afraid. For they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, Woe unto us for there." hath not been such a thing hitherto or heretofore. Woe unto us who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods. These are the gods that smote the Egyptians which with all the plagues in the wilderness. Be strong and quiet yourselves like men, O ye Philistines, that ye be not servants unto the Hebrews as they have been to you. Quiet yourselves like men and fight. And the Philistines fought the Isra- fought, and Israel was what? Smitten while the Ark of the Lord was in their presence. Smitten and they fled, every man into the, his tent, and there was a great slaughter, for there fell of Israel 30,000 footmen, and the ark of God was taken. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were slain. I leave you with the title as this: "Is the Spirit in the Camp?" Sunday, speaking to us today, God, I pray for a flow. I pray for release i pray god that your spirit ready our hearts and our minds and our ears to hear what thus saith the lord i pray an anointing continue to flow from our worship lord god i pray god that your spirit go out into the highways out into the byways throughout this church oh god and ignite ignite in us a fire in jesus name amen and amen and you may be seated in jesus name I want to read one thing to you. This is not something I gave to the sound, but I've come to tell this church that that will be revived. These will be the things that come to you. John 14, verse 10, or verse 9, it says, Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip, he hath seen me, has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verse 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these. Ha! And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. <laughs> I've come to tell the church uh, I believe exactly what God said he was going to do last Sunday. I believe there is a revival that the church is going to rise up and feel the power and the glory of God. There's going to be miracles and signs and wonders flowing in the church. But here's, I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be some that will flow And see it happen. And there will be some that hinder it from happening. The question is, is the spirit in the camp? When we think about the ways of the Holy Ghost, his ways are so awesome. His operations are so mysterious. His doings are so secret sometimes. His acts are removed from everything that makes any sense to us Israel was out of sync with God when you get out of sync with God things begin to fall apart the people had forgotten the Lord and had become Baal worshippers Worshippers of the things of this world. Worshippers of things of the monetary system. worshipers of carnal things in this world. Worshippers of things that have nothing to do with the kingdom of God. They had neglected the spiritual side of things. So as a result, the Lord gave them over to their enemies. I feel like so many people have been given over to their enemies, that they've been captivated, that their worship is so difficult to come forth, that it's so hard to lift up your hands and to feel the power and the glory of God. I feel like the The priest that when the glory of God came in, it was so powerful that they couldn't even stand before God that they had to get down and honor him to the reverence of where they needed to be, to reverence the power, the glory of God. But we become so used to sitting and standing and feeling the glory that we've taken it for granted much like these Israelites had done. They neglected their spiritual side of things. When he brought them out of Egypt, he gave them specific instructions on how they were to live in the land to which he would bring them into. I'm going to tell you right now, God has given each and every one of you specific instructions on a way to live. It's right here. The problem is I don't want to live the way the Word tells me to live. The problem is I want to live my way and not God's way. And when God, when you get to a place of wanting to live the way you want to live and neglect the things of God, neglect the Word of God, you neglect your prayer life, you neglect worshiping because of things that are going on in your life. His words were very plain in Leviticus 26, 27, 28. It says, And if ye will not far for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. He was saying, If you leave my ways, and you don't worship me, I will allow the sin that you want to ravish you. Revive me, O God. Restore me, O God. Restore the joy of my salvation. Those that are online probably will check out very shortly because I'm coming to tell you that you must seek first the kingdom of God. Before you seek your own ways, you must understand that God is coming back for a people that have made themselves ready. The only way for Israel to get out of their trouble was for them to return to the Lord with all their soul and their spirit and receive and return to the spiritual fire. We need the spiritual fire in the house of God. The only cure was to go back to God with repentance and renew their faith and trust God and the covenant that he, they had with Him. If they had done this, everything would have turned out fine. But unfortunately, turning to God is, un, is usually the last thing people do. We try to figure it out on our own. I don't want you to know I'm messed up. So instead of me going, church, I need healing. I need prayer. prayer. Instead of me saying, church, I've shipwrecked because of pride. Church, I failed, God. Pray for me. We just walk in. But you know, the Bible said you'll see and know them by the fruit of the Spirit. When you see no worship, when you see no power, when you see no glory operating, you know where they are. Yeah. We've come so conditioned to sitting on a pew and we watch everybody else feel the power and the glory of God. And we go, woo, woo. Bless God. But yet there's no real move of the Holy Ghost in my life and I go right back to the same way of living that I was doing when I came in here this morning without a true move of God and a restoration that when I walk into the house of God, I'm looking, I'm looking, oh God, where you want me to go, who you want me to pray for, what you want me to pray for, God, what's gonna happen today? Oh God, somebody's coming out of the wheelchair in Jesus' name. Who believes the report of the Lord? Whose report do you believe? Man's or God's? Our fallacy as a Christian looks at Brother Johnson and goes, He can't get out of that wheelchair. My face says he can rise and walk with new legs, new body new muscles new ligaments new strength people look at sister Barnett and say oh she's been like that for a little while she just it's just gonna be as is that's where our fallacies and our faith and our beliefs are in the day that we live in but I've come to tell you the devil is a liar I've come to tell you she's coming off that Walker And the hand that she's not been able to use is going to be able to be operating. She's going to be able to move that leg. She's going to be able to run the aisles once again. She'll even be back to ministering in the church. You gotta believe it. many people try to get in their front door of their house I've got to ask you do you stand there and you beat on it and when that pales to work you might even be tempted to grab a crowbar but if you simply get the key and put it in the lock and unlock it I've come to tell you what the key is the key is the Word of God the key is the wor- your relationship with God. The key is revival in me. The key is the power, the glory, the flowing of the Holy Ghost. The key is that if I'm not where I need to be, that I need to get where I need to be. And I don't care what any of you think. You can't take me into heaven. That's where you got to get as a church. Nobody can get you into heaven. Who cares what your brother sa- thinks about you sitting beside you? Who cares what your little sister thinks about sitting beside you? You need to get your own salvation worked out with God and get into the kingdom of God and begin to work and operate with the giftings and the power of God. So much false doctrine floating in the airways now. So many Fake Christians. I mean real fake. They're so fake. It's sad. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If you want a good life here on this earth, if you want to live forever in heaven, then you must go through Jesus because he is the key. By nature, our minds do not gravitate towards spiritual things. We gravitate towards carnal things. This is why we often are not glad about the idea of going to church service or having a prayer meeting until God moves or intervenes after the fact. People say, pray for me, but don't put it out on the call. You don't want healed. I'm just going to be real. I don't, want, I don't want you to put it out there. Well, you don't want healed. Because I can tell you, I don't know if I got the I don't know who put it out for me. The church just went praying. I was so grateful for people praying for us that I, I could feel the power of prayer church people that are not connected to the house of god online it's not connected to the house of god do not understand the power of prayer and united prayer that god begins to do a work but once you've experienced it the transformation of the spirit in the camp then you begin to look forward to coming the house of God you begin to look forward to seeing what God's gonna do you feel like "I, I like soccer so I if you've ever played goalie you stand there always ready positioning yourselves you are ready to pounce at whichever way they kick that ball. There's plenty of uh, balance in your body, and that's the way I feel when I come to the house of God. I'm ready for what you've got to do, Lord God. I'm ready for the miracles. I'm ready for somebody to be healed. I'm ready. Instead of attempting to get right with God, these Israelites set about devising superstitions and superstitious ways of securing the victory over their foes. In this respect, most of us have limited or imitated them. We we think of thousands of inventions, but we neglect the one thing needful, Nothing would make me happier as a pastor than to see a prayer meeting this week that's coming up on Friday, very well attended. But please do not come just to make me happy. Come because you see the need and the urgency of the hour that we live in. There are, there are prodigals. Frabo There are children, and they're not young children, but there are young people that are dying and going to hell if they do not turn around. And I believe that when the church is ready and fired up and revival has swept the whole house, that we will begin to see the return of the prodigals in Jesus' name. I may be addressing someone right now that is passing through the valley of the shadow of death. As a result, you think you have forgotten some of the little things, some of the things you have forgotten that connect you to the one and only Jesus Christ. It becomes so consumed that you think you can run to the house of God at any moment or need that that's when God will come to your scene. But just like the children of Israel, former devout churches of other denominations struggle with letting go of a prayer. Uh, letting, they're letting go of prayer and they're doing rituals. They're doing things to conjure up a, a show in their worship. They've got lights flashing. They've got, they've got things happening. They've, they've got all kinds of people coming up, and they're not dressing the way we dress anymore. They, they dress whatever way they come to church, and that's okay. Amen. But for the ministry, for the ministry, there's a requirement. But your security is not in those things, it's only in Jesus alone. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. We forget that the main thing what is the main thing? Jesus is the main thing. Jesus is the main thing. That's what G- it should be about Jesus when we come to the house of God, not about me. It should be about Jesus. There are souls sitting at home right now that may not even be online that are lost and dying and going to hell. And if it doesn't stir you, and let me just bring it down to earth. Let me put it as my bishop and my daddy would say, where the rubber meets the road. Some of them are our children. Some of them are our husbands. Some of them are our wives. Some of them are our aunts and uncles. Some of them are our nieces and nephews. Some of them are our grandchildren and great grandchildren. Some of them. And yet, I have to ask you where's the stirring? See, the children of Israel thought, oh, go get the ark. If we bring the ark in, the glory of God will be here. And God will show up, and we'll be able to make it on through. It's not the way God works. You can't forget the main thing. The main thing is to enthrone God in our lives, to seek him and his will and to have faith in him. If you have not already done so, get right with God. Amen. We need to get right with God. We need to confess our sins to him. We need to be born of water and of spirit, be reconciled to God and all the right, and be right with him in every situation. This is the spirit, the true work. You see, people have the tendency to heal their hurt only slightly. They say, peace, peace. but yet they don't let the Lord truly heal and give them peace. They still hold on to the thing that has nothing to do with God. Very much like Eve, who saw the beauty in the apple and the tree. Oh, she forgot about Adam. She forgot about the rest of the garden. She was focused... On that one fruit, she had lost focus. Instead, we will adopt thousands of external cr- crutches instead of accepting the only remedy provided, and that is the great physician, which is Jesus Christ. They thought wrong, so They sent and fetched the ark, and when it came into the camp, they were enthusiastic Very much like we got here during worship today. And as if their banners already waved over a victory battle, they lifted up their voices so loudly that the earth rang and sang, Amen, with their shouts while the Philistines hearing their exalting shout and finding out the reason why they were greatly afraid. Woe unto us, they said, for there hath not been such a thing hitherto. It doesn't sound all that bad, does it? But when you begin to look deeper and read deeper on into the message, it was still settled between God and his people. When this is the case, you can't move forward, nor can you move backwards. You will be destroyed. If the enemies can get you where they want you it will destroy you very much like an engine in a car it is the power of the car but not the running it may not be running well it will it will not matter how shiny the outside of that car is if you haven't taken care of the engine inside very much like you and I we can make the outside shine and look good but if you haven't taken care of the inner man You haven't really got the inner man right with God. You sit on a pew day in and day out, Wednesday, Sunday, and i got to ask you, and I don't want to show a hand, when there is no prayer life, when there is no reading the Word of God anymore. I can remember when people walked around quoting the Scripture, talking about the goodness of God, and now we come up and it's like high five, bang, bang, elbow, bang, bang. You know what? I, I mean, it's great to see you. It's great to be a part but where is your spiritual walk? When your engine's not running well, what is, the, what is the fix? You get a great mechanic. And you go to that mechanic and you ask him to fix my engine. And after he fixes the engine, all the shininess on the outside looks good. But when you're driving something shiny and it goes, Pup, 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 pa, pow, pup, 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 ah! pup, pup, Pop, pop, pop. That don't matter how shiny she looked. It don't matter how pretty the wheels are. It still looked bad. The great mistake which the Israelites made was that instead of going to God themselves, they instead went to Shiloh to fetch the Ark of the Covenant. The ark was the sacred place where God revealed himself in the days when his people truly served him. But it was empty of power without the presence of the Lord who dwelt between the cherubims. The Israelites were mistaken because they shouted long before they were out of the woods. Before they had received victory. Before they had won, before they had won the victory, they became boastful and confident because they had the ark. The Philistines fell into an air of a different kind. They were frightened without any real cause. They said, God has come into the camp, yet God had not come at all. It was only the ark with the cherubim upon it. God was not there. The mistake they made was that they mistook the visible for the invisible. The Israelites fell into another mistake, which is also made today. They preferred office over character. In their distress, instead of calling up on God, they sent for Hathnah and Phinehas. Why did their hearts turn to them? simply because they were priests simply because they were priests and the people had come to hold the priest office sacred such superstitious reverence that they thought that was everything many a times i've told you do not serve god by my ways Don't look at me as your Savior. Don't look at me at the way I serve God. Serve God the way you need to serve God. Get your life right with God. I could fail you this very afternoon. You need to have your own walk, your own relationship. Coming to a close, these young men were sinners against the Lord exceedingly. They were not even moral men, much less were they spiritual men. Right, right. Yet because they happened to hold the office of priesthood, they were put in the place of God. Here, at, here are Hophni and Phineas, two of the grossest sinners in all the land of Israel. But then you see, they are in line of Aaron. And so they are trusted and indeed are put in the place of God. God forbid that we should say a word against the house of Aaron or against any who seek or speak the name of the Lord whom God has truly called unto his work. But this work is not a mere matter. Not a mere matter of pedigree. No matter what level of ministry you're in, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the house of God, it doesn't matter how long you served God. Unless God be with the minister whom you hear, to what purpose do you listen, Unless the Spirit of the Lord in, is in the camp, why dwell there? I want to be in the camp. I want Jesus in my camp. Amen. I want Jesus in my camp. May this camp be such a camp. May this camp be a camp where God does not have to pry his way in. He wants to do things in our lives. He wants to bring miracles to our lives. He wants to bring uh, salvation to our children. He wants to bring salvation to our loved ones, our husbands, our wives. But God needs the church to have the power of God dwelling inside of the house of God. May this camp be a camp where he is always abundantly welcome amen not just somewhere that we come on sunday and we do our, uh, 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 our fellow and sister hellos and elbow bumps and, and and we we giggle and laugh a little bit and we hug each other maybe or whatever you're comfortable doing now uh but but the bottom line is let it be a house of prayer let it be a church where people come and they want to worship God. Let it be a place that when they come, they already feel the healing power of God. Let it be a house that when broken marriages walk in, immediately the heart has been touched. The key begins to be twisted, pulled out, and unlocked and thrown away. love saying maybe there's hope for me and my spouse maybe there's hope for healing in my body maybe there's hope for my loved one to be healed God if I'm not right and I hinder any healing from my wife I ask you to forgive me God, if there's anything in me that hinders my children from coming to the house of God and being saved God forgive me forgive me because you know I can be the very thing that hinders God operating if I'm not right I know you may not understand that or even be able to grasp that but wherever your life is right now in your walk with Jesus if it's not where it belongs It is the very thing that could be standing between the rise and walk. Be thou healed. Be thou delivered. Heal this marriage. Restore that soul. Prodigals come home. Child, return from the unnatural state you live in. God, forgive me. Please forgive me. Help me not stand in the way of a soul. Help me not stand in the way of healing. Help me not stand in the way of deliverance. Help me not stand in the way. Very old song. I don't even know if we ever sang it. I kind of went out and listened to it. And all I could remember, there was a song that we used to sing way back. And it was welcome in this place you're welcome in this place I could not find the lyrics of that so I looked up the very next closest song that I could find and this is the words to it welcome into this place welcome into this broken vessel you desire to abide in the praises of your people so we lift our hands and we lift our hearts as we offer up this praise unto your name please stand creation declares your glory and the universe declares your majesty yet you choose to abide in the praises of your people i feel the holy ghost so we offer up this praise under your name welcome into this place welcome into this broken vessel if there's some broken vessels, listen, you've got to be broken to be able to be able for God to be able to come in. You've got to admit you're broken, which means now you've got to subject your pride to Him and lay it down on an altar and go, God, I'm broken. Nobody wants to admit they're broken. I'm broken from the top down. I've been broken a long time. I hope I stay broken because when I'm broken, my spirit is always right to receive from the Lord. I know that sounds crazy, but I just pray I never lose the brokenness. But it says, welcome into this broken vessel you desire to abide in the praises of your people. So again, we lift our hands, which is a sign of surrender. It's a sign of surrender. So we lift our hands and we lift our our hearts as we offer up the praises under your name. First Corinthians 619 says, what? With a question mark. Know you not that your body, every one of you, is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. You think you're your own but there was a price paid for your soul I'm no longer my own the price that was paid was so great that I can never pay that debt back when he died for your sin and my sin that was the great that was the great price I ask every head to be bowed I'm gonna let you know the altars open I want you to just ask God have I falsely thought that I brought God into my camp do I think I have God in my camp or is God truly in my camp do I hear what the Word of God saying? I saw the Israelites be destroyed because they thought they had God in their camp many of us must know in this day and age, you must know God is in your camp for you to see the miraculous happen. Today is the day of salvation. Worship with us as we sing. Leave
0: behind your regrets and mistakes Come the day there's no reason is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is calling. Oh, come to me, oh.
2: let go.
1: you